This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Hello and welcome to episode 103 of the Farm Traveler podcast. I am your host, Trevor Williams, and today on the show, we are talking to a farmer, rancher, and um, previous actress slash model slash somebody that has a clothing line now. So basically a check of all trades. Her name is Jenny Sauer-Schmidgall. If you're on Twitter or Instagram, you might know her as The Witty Farmer. So Jenny is going to tell us today about how she grew up on the family farm, then how she moved out to California to pursue a career in acting and modeling and how she was pretty successful at it. She appeared in a bunch of TV shows and movies. She even appeared in The Hangover Part 2. But then she decided to leave all that and go back home and work on the family farm. And eventually she would start her own clothing line. Uh, which she has now, which is kind of focused on farmers. It's got a really, there's a lot of really cool shirts she has. She actually has a shirt that says, it's something like, I'm pro-agriculture. I guess you could say I'm, and then it has a picture of a protractor on there. So it's like, you know, I'm pro-tractor. But it's, it's kind of great because she's all about wittiness and sarcasm. And really, Jenny and I are going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff today. Um, agriculture, farming, the disconnect there between farmers and consumers, kind of the perks and some downside she knows about living in the city versus going back and living in the country and in nature and really how she's tried to, to build a huge following on Twitter and social media that's really kind of focused on just building relationships and showing what she does every day on the farm. And so this was such a fun interview with Jenny. Learned a lot about, you know, working with social media and just kind of how farmers have the most unique backgrounds and the most unique stories that regular consumers just wouldn't have any idea of. And I think Jenny's doing a great job of just kind of educating people and showing people what she does on a daily basis. So be sure to check her out at the links below the description of this podcast. And also, if you are on Facebook, which I think, you know, most everybody in the world is, uh, except my parents, but there are still a lot of people on Facebook. But if you are on Facebook, feel free to head over to the Farm Traveler page, which is if you just go to facebook.com slash the Farm Traveler, you will find our page. And there you can also join our group, our Farm Traveler group, where, you know, 
Um, I'll send memes or updates on our podcast and stuff like that. And even our merch, like our hats and our t-shirts and stuff like that. So head over there. I will try to link it in the description of this as well. So anyway, again, this is episode 103 with Jenny, a.k.a. The Witty Farmer. Hope you enjoy it, and thank you so much for listening. All right, well, uh, yeah, this is great. All right, well, Jenny, a.k.a. The Witty Farmer, welcome to the Farm Traveler Podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. Nice rainy day, so it was a good day. Yeah, yeah, good day. I know we've gone back and forth about about scheduling, and I know uh, you're trying to plant right now, so the rain is like super bummy. But I'm glad we're finally getting ready to interview, and I'm excited to learn from you and talk about your shirts and your farming and all that good stuff. I don't know how much you're gonna learn, but I mean, I hope you're entertained. So yeah, one or the other. <laughs> well, there you go. Most likely entertained too. So <laughs> for our listeners, give us a little bit of background about yourself, what you're doing, and how you wound up farming. Ooh, a little bit of background. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let me give you the cliff note version. Deal. Um, so I just turned 37. So in a very short amount of time, I have had like, I don't know, five or six different careers. Mm. College, graduated with BS in biology, uh, moved to Dallas. I was a private fitness instructor. And then the roommate that I have was absolutely terrible. So thankfully, I uh, got out of that situation, moved to Little Rock, Arkansas. And I got a job in the lab there at the medical, oh, it's the medical school. It was right next to it. But, um, so I was doing clinical research and 24-ish, somewhere in there, um, got published in a couple of scientific journals. And we were, oh, there's a kitty on the floor. So anyway, <laughs> you're a little scratchy and stuff. That's kitty. So um that was, we were studying the correlation between the immune system and the eye. So it was always <laughs> thought that like, say you scratch your cornea, the way it heals is different than scratching your finger. Okay. We proved that it's the same. It's the same uh, immune system response. So I got to work with rats, killed rats at a little cake dish display thing. <laughs> it's actually kind of sad. I really didn't like it. I bet, yeah. Those rats always get kind of the... I don't know the bad end of the bargain. I mean, but thanks to science, I guess. <laughs> I guess, I guess. <laughs> Four things, but well, whatever. So um, then I left there to go to Oklahoma City where I was uh, working at a gym there because the guy I was dating at the time went to Oklahoma City. That was really stupid on my part, but you know, hey, whatever. <laughs> you do dumb things sometimes or often as in my case. So I went to Oklahoma City, um, and I also did some research there. And then all of a sudden, I was like, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go to Los Angeles. Because at one point in my college career, I lived in Chicago. I went to the U of I, Champaign, Chicago, and Springfield. <laughs> so I went to all three campuses. And um, so I modeled when I was in Chicago. And then I realized I really enjoy eating. So um, I wasn't really too happy with that. <laughs> Um, I am very German built. I am not meant to be skinny and I was very skinny and, uh, I was very unhappy because I was not eating enough. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And you have to be really, really tall. I'm five, eight, which I'm not short, but I'm not six feet tall. So mm. the shorter you are, 
this thinner you have to be to photograph taller. That makes sense. Yeah. It, I mean, it seems like to be a good model or like a, a successful model, you've got to be tall and skinny and that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because whenever you're wearing the clothes, whoever is making the clothes, they want the garment to look like it does on the hanger. Oh, okay. Didn't yeah. know that. So you need to be skinny. Like it's just hanging there in the store. Yeah. Hmm. Which my body's not meant to be. So <laughs> So I thought, okay, well, um, I was like 25, maybe 26, 26. And then uh, let's try acting. I had well, no shoot. idea. Okay. I was always science. I loved school, never did acting. Oh, what the hell? So I did and moved out there. I got in the SAG after union after three months of being there. And I did not perform any sexual favors. <laughs> yeah, I actually That's worked. rare in Hollywood. Uh, yeah yeah so um it's also where people actually work too so mm. um i did the right thing and i was a must join that was hangover too which you can barely even see me in there because i'm really other uh uh we're not called stewardess what do you call them now on the plane the flight attendant yes all right yeah okay I'm so i'm probably get well, anyway um so did a lot of really fun stuff out there, really enjoyed it. And then I moved to Chicago because I was working in LA and Chicago. And then I went back to LA. Then my lease was up and I was like, you know what? Uh, kind of tired of this place. <laughs> and the, I guess probably the best thing ever, the most consistent thing in my life is farming. Mm. So all of these jobs, all of these towns, cities, what have you, I always came back and I helped and I farmed. And a lot of people don't realize that because when I would come back, all I did was come back home. I was with my parents and helping, doing something. But I was always here during planting and harvest season. Maybe not the whole exact time, but I always helped. And so I, what I realized when I was out in LA I would never live there again. And I would not recommend anybody ever living there. One of the most selfish places on the planet. <laughs> oh my gosh, those people are terrible. Um, not really the brightest either, regardless. Um, I was like, you know what? Every time I go home, I'm so happy. And it's weird going through all of this stuff. I never thought I'd be farming for a living, but it hit me when I was... What am I out? 37. So three years ago. Yeah. Like 33, 34. Uh, it's just my dad. Like, this isn't okay. I don't want him doing all the work. Yeah. So I decided to come back and yeah, now I farm full time and I am incredibly happy. And it was the best decision I ever made. And uh, um, cows dad was getting ready to get rid of cows and i was like no i like the cows so now the cows are my sole responsibility <laughs> <laughs> i'm yeah. sure that's a fun time yeah so um it is work it's a lot of work and what's awesome i don't even have to go to the gym mm. yeah because i mean you're working out outside 24 7 i mean hauling equipment working with cows doing whatever mm -hmm. so you get you get like that workout life it's like crossfit but mm -hmm. better yeah i get paid for doing crossfit yeah. like i'm the one that's teaching crossfit for myself and nobody's yelling at me. 
I wouldn't take that very well anyway, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why, why do you find farming more enjoyable than like living in LA or acting or modeling? I mean, <laughs> I, I think I know what you're going to say, but why is it much more enjoyable for you? Um, there are a lot of different factors that are significantly <laughs> better here. Um, one is being close to family. Um, the longest I've ever been gone from home is like four months. So, um, I've always been close to my parents and, uh, quality of air. <laughs> Big factor, no yeah. smog in Illinois. Uh, yeah, so sure we are. And I love smelling methane from my cows. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those people can, you know, kick rocks. Um, and the people, the community. So in a big city, yes, you have a lot more available to you. However, there is no sense of community at all. It's mm. kind of the, what can you do for me? And it's, just, it's, it's all about themselves, I guess. And I guess making themselves advance. Nobody really cares about other people and actually seeing other people succeed. Now, even people that I can't stand, I don't like seeing them fail. Mm -hmm. and there, there are plenty of those people out there, but I don't get satisfaction from seeing somebody fail. That it's just not something that is, you shouldn't feel that way. And that's how a lot of people feel when you are in this big pond, you have a lot more competition and so feelings for others kind of go out the window and it's really unfortunate. And here, I mean, everybody helps each other. Yeah. And so like is now, you know, with the clothing line, all that junk, which was not planned at all. <laughs> oh, that's exhausting. But I decided, okay, I need to help my community get more involved. And, you know, so I'm donating to my local veterans and it was their first veterans ball they had in February. And I was able to give them $500, which was, I mean, I couldn't believe it. And, um, it was nice. And so now my husband and I are actually getting more involved and, uh, yeah. So it's just, it's nice. It's easy going. I don't like being rushed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like the, the city life, I mean, I've been to LA for a week to see my friend Ben that's out there. And we been, went to New York two years ago, I think. Mm -hmm. It was great, but I would never want to live in those areas because there's so much going on. And I mean, like that small town life, I don't know, like it's much more enjoyable. Kind of like how you say, like everybody's rooting for you. Everybody, yeah. you don't, you might not know everybody in the small town, but mm -hmm. like you said, you've got that sense of community, which is a lot better and it's a lot more beneficial. Well, yeah. And I mean, just the amount of stimuli that you have in the city. I mean, it was hard to get used to just sleeping because there is so much noise and there's so much light pollution that, I mean, it, it's hard to have your brain actually come back to calm. Mm -hmm. And I've never been anxiety ridden and like, ah, I've just never been one of those people anyway. And so I like to have calm. I like having time to myself which is why farming is another good thing because you're fairly <laughs> autonomous and you don't have to do also it true. public. Yeah. Uh, customer service. I would be terrible at customer service, but um, it's, uh, it's just really refreshing, I guess. And whenever you're out here in nature and you hear crickets, birds, what have you, mm. I don't know. You, hear, you can hear the wind and then you can smell it. 
like it just it makes you feel like a human being like how we're supposed to be <laughs> yeah we can't get delivery so where i live i mean we have to make our food or go to the grocery store <laughs> <laughs> no doordash no no now i will say i do kind of miss that because there are some days and when we've gone out on a weekend or something it's like oh we're just gonna order some food in but no so <laughs> it also causes you to be more responsible <laughs> Yeah, also true. I I hate going through our budget and looking and seeing like DoorDash, DoorDash, DoorDash. I'm like, but it's so good because you can order. Like we're we're in Panama City, so it's not a big town, but it's not like a small town. So we still have yeah, it's big enough. So we still have like the perks of like DoorDash and stuff, but we also can't go outside and it's completely quiet. Like you hear the ambulances, you see the light pollution, all that stuff. But Mm -hmm. my parents in Bluntstown, we go there every now and then, and it's like I think 2,500 people, and it's quiet. (laughs) it's it's it is literally that small town like we've got three stoplights so it's definitely that small town feel which is great and it and you get you reset oh yeah absolutely go back to a place like that you are able to actually just kind of reset everything and get yourself back in you know ready mode to go back to city Mm -hmm. and that i mean that's what always happened to me and then i was like uh, I must be at home. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I want to go back home. I, I'm done recharging. I want to go back home and enjoy it. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's, our town is, I think it's like 1800, maybe, maybe we're up to mm. 19. I don't know. You know, I'm going to give Winchester a little, but uh, yeah, think about that. We don't even stop, have a stoplight. Really? Where I'm actually from is Rigston. My great grandfather, Hunter Funk, which is, wouldn't you like to have that last name? Hunter Funk. That's an awesome last name. Yeah. Pretty funky. So he <laughs> started the John Deere dealership that is actually still here. Now, oh, my cool. dad, my dad didn't want to run it. He actually just wanted to farm. He did not. Mm. <laughs> See, another person that did not want to deal with the general public. <laughs> um, so it's actually still here. And that's actually where I am because my parents' house. So my parents and where I grew up was my great grandmother and grandfather's house okay that's awesome like a little family heirloom of a house that's cool yeah and it's not one of the really cool fancy ones either people are like <laughs> oh you live in an old farmhouse it's probably really big and pretty no no <laughs> it's not like your movie or storybook farmhouse that's funny yeah yeah it's really not anything to write home about so but i mean it's still here it, obviously it was built well enough it's still here so oh, yeah obviously yeah yeah <laughs> So you've got cows, you've got, you, you do planting. So what all do you guys grow? And then what kind of cows do you have? Like, are they beef cows or what? Yes. Black Angus. We actually black have Angus. a couple of red Angus and one other pasture. Um, my second cousin, he used to have red Angus and he wanted to get rid of all of them. So we have a couple. So they're actually a little mixed in one other spot and they're pretty cute sometimes. <laughs> um, so we have three different pasture of cattle which you have to have a lot of room for cows anyway. So it's not like we don't have a 500 head operation. We're not that kind of people. No way. Mm-hmm. I couldn't by myself. That'd be kind of hard to do. Um, so we have black Angus. We grow non-GMO and GMO corn and soybeans. This year, I think we, we've pretty much decided to just go strictly GMO because it is getting later. Mm. And we did not plant before the cold snap. <laughs> the ground temperature was like 47 degrees or something and Ooh, that's cold what's it normally well you really want to plant around 
fifties. So it was, okay. it was getting close. So, I mean, some people have planted. I don't want to pass off any judgment. <laughs> <laughs> um, corn likes it, you know, in the lower fifties, which is fine. And corn is a little bit more hardy than a soybean. And after the protective covering is off, my dad made a really good analogy. Um, he said, soybeans don't come up wearing little hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so cute though with, like little bitty hoodies you know how cute that would be like just to see yeah. a little bitty yeah so i was like dad that's really funny that'd be really cute to see that but um so once their coating has come off then you know they're not protected soybeans mm -hmm. like they like it warmer so i i everybody has their own thing nobody is going not everybody's going to agree with me and i'm not going to agree with everybody that's what makes the makes the world go round and that's okay. You don't have to agree with everybody. That's yeah. totally fine. Yeah. Everybody's farm is different. Mm -hmm. And the soil, like even in some of our farms, you have this beautiful, beautiful black dirt. It smells so good. And then you just kind of inch over a little bit as you're working. And then there's a little bit of clay. And then it starts mm. to get a little bit more clay. And you're like, you know, it's like the sad trombone noise when you start to get towards the clay because you're like, Oh, it doesn't smell and work as nice. Okay. So, I mean, that's just one little spot. So everybody is different. And what you do, hey, you do you, I'm gonna do me. So that's, <laughs> that's how we roll. Yeah. Hey, well, there you go. What, um, what are your soybeans? What are they mostly used for? Is it going to be um, like um, fertilizer or not fertilizer, but like animal feed? So what exactly are your soybeans going to be used for? Uh, well, soybeans... They just go to the elevator. Whoever buys them, they use them for whatever they want to use them for. So after we harvest them and they go off to the elevator, we don't have any say. Mm. I mean, they just, I guess we could sell to private buyers. Yeah, that's, that's too much work. But um, yeah, just take the elevator and it, it goes from there. I mean, it can... It can be used for so many different things. Soybeans, that's why they are more valuable because they have a lot more uses. Mm -hmm. uh, corn, we have, um, there is one little field that we specifically keep for our cattle. And it's usually non-GMO corn. The cows don't care, so. <laughs> they're um, not picky. And none of them have had cancer and they're just fine. So uh, anyway. It, it doesn't matter. It's either non-GMO or GMO. It, I am not really a huge proponent of one or the other. GMOs are definitely much nicer to take care of and it's cheaper usually, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's funny. And speaking of that, I mean, you, you, you've got your clothing line, you've got your shirt and it's the GMO survivor shirt. So what was the whole idea behind that? Well, I actually saw that somewhere. So somebody had, some woman had said that uh, she found the shirt for her husband. And I was like, oh, but she didn't, she couldn't remember where it was from. So I was like, okay, well, I want that shirt. So I'm going to make it. So, and this was three years ago. This is how this all started. <laughs> and I can't remember what website it was. I mean, it was one of those kind of bigger, you just print your shirt kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so then I got it posted about it wearing it and then people wanted it so i directed them to the link to that shirt well a lot of people started wanting it and 
I was giving this company business and money, I was receiving nothing. And I'm like, uh, no, we're not going to be doing this. Like, Hold up now. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, where's my kickback? I should get something. I'm bringing you a lot of business. And so I was like, huh, okay, I'm going to see if I can just trademark it. <laughs> I've never done that before. So I did. And uh, yeah. it took, uh, it was like six to eight months, maybe. And it's expensive. It's not, it is not a cheap process. Mm-hmm. And uh, most people were pretty happy about it. Pretty happy for me. And there are some, it was mostly women, which I thought was really odd. I'm like, okay, well, thanks. Women supporting women. Um, <laughs> they got really upset with me. And they're like, one lady said I was being a jerk because, oh, my lawyer's going to call you or whatever. I'm like, I was being sarcastic. But if you do actually use it, knowing that I have it trademarked, yeah, I'll have my lawyer call you. But I wasn't be like, my lawyer's going to call you people are so sensitive mm, and um yeah she said that she has been selling that for like five years and then it went to 10 years another time and i'm like okay so how long has it been hmm. which one is it stop changing yeah. your story and i said you could have bought it uh, hey <laughs> i don't know who has had this before i have no idea and then some other women chimed in oh i've been selling this too you could have bought it too. I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't know. Ugh. So anyway, Twitter is fantastic <laughs> for drama. Oh, oh so I bet. You, you've got an awesome following on Twitter too. You've got like 12,000 people on there. That's awesome. It's really odd. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, some other people have quite a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> what I noticed is after I got married and had a kid, yeah, then it slowed down. So I was like, mm. oh, okay, well, I don't want those people anyway, if that's the type <laughs> of male following. Um, yeah, and another thing about that, um, I have never had any nasty pictures and that kind of stuff and whatever else. So um, there are a few women that constantly complain about receiving disgusting direct messages and pictures and, well, you get what you give. I don't know. I don't show my cleavage and wear really tight shirts when I'm working because <laughs> I actually work I don't know try changing the oil on a 9600 with your hair down and a really tight tank top and be comfortable it, it's very interesting to see how people use social media and to build their <laughs> brands or their businesses you're just like okay all right I'm just gonna watch here from the sands and see how it's going like all right yeah, it's uh, it's pretty interesting, especially to see that stuff. Because I'm like, I didn't know you could sexualize farming. I had no <laughs> idea you could do that, and apparently you can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. 2021, everything is possible now, and whatever <laughs> will get you um, followers on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever. And that's what the really good thing about this is. I've actually had, I, I really mostly have good messages. Hmm. And I have met some really, really good people. And um, I remember on Instagram, because to me, Instagram is very narcissistic. And it's like, hey, look at me. Because yeah. you can't have a conversation. That's why I like Twitter. You mm-hmm. get to know people and you actually get to interact and you can send gifts. <laughs> gifts are the best. I love sending I... gifts. I'm not on Twitter a lot, but I love sending <laughs> gifts. Yes. 
and there are some really funny ones and so mm-hmm. when you see something on instagram sometimes i just like i have this perfect gif in mind and then it, you can't so i don't like that part of it you, you cannot have an actual conversation and get to know somebody that's what i love doing this is that i've met some really good people mm-hmm. and i don't have a great following on instagram and that's fine and one guy said um you know what i really like about you is that you don't care about how many followers you have and he said i'm surprised you don't have many more and i said well thank you i appreciate that because i really don't care <laughs> so um i've only i got on social media because i had to when i lived in los angeles yeah i and i've actually taken a step back these last couple of weeks oh it's fantastic it's kind of a breath of fresh air yeah it's like when i lived in la and i came home and i'm like oh this is so nice <laughs> Yeah. This is so much better. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel that too, because I'm trying to like build up the following basis. But I mean, sometimes it's just so much pressure, like, oh, I've got to post constantly, I've got to get on stories, I've got to tweet every day. Yes. And then you take a step back, you're like, oh, my gosh, like, why am I putting this so much so much pressure on myself? You become a slave to social media. Oh, yeah. And I don't like being a slave. I'm just saying, maybe that's just me. But uh, I kind of like to, you know, be free. Mm-hmm. And I just did TikTok. I got on TikTok maybe a couple of months ago. Oh, I really like TikTok. That's pretty funny. TikTok seems pretty fun. I don't, I don't have it yet, but I'll see like all the reels and stuff on Instagram. And I'm like, I kind of want to jump to TikTok. It seems pretty fun, but yeah. Oh, it's a lot of fun. You can, yeah, you can have a lot of fun on there, but um, it's way more involved and you have to spend Mm -hmm. time on there. And like, cause there were a couple of guys from Twitter that have a huge following on there and they're trying to tell me like you know oh you got to do this this and this to get more followers i'm like you know what i just like that there's music on there and i don't have to ask for rights <laughs> i don't have to pay for the right yeah so it's a lot more entertaining to me but uh my husband and i we sing stuff we are terrible singers but <laughs> we make up our own little songs and I didn't know there was anybody else out there that did that. My mom couldn't believe it. She's like, I can't believe you found somebody else that does what you do. <laughs> and That's it's awesome. stupid. It's absolutely stupid. But we make up our own songs. And so TikTok is like perfect. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And people are going to find those be like, this is the best thing ever. Why we need to do this or we need to watch them often. So that's you find your niche, I find like, or, or I think. So that's awesome. Eventually. I, I don't know. But I mean, I'm doing this because... Um, I see something funny, entertaining, whatever. If it makes me laugh, that that's why I post something. Mm-hmm. I don't ever post anything unless it has to do with the clothing. But you know, you have to do that. But um, to gain followers, I think it's really freaking funny about the Trisket thing that I tweeted the other day about. Uh, if you like Triscuits, it's kind of if you enjoy eating wicker furniture. <laughs> Somebody made that meme, and I was like that's really effing funny. So I'm going to post that. Yeah. And it was funny. Other people find it funny. That's what I enjoy. So, I mean, that's pretty accurate. I don't like Triscuits, but every time I eat them, I'm like, this is like eating pure wheat or like wicker furniture. I mean, it's weird. It's It's a weird texture. It's a weird taste. Yes. And it's a lot to chew. And then you're like, how is this going to come out? (laughs) Is it going to digest at all or what? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to mess up my intestines. Like, you know, yeah. soft. With, with Triscuits. Triscuits. I can never say Triscuits. 
That's and they hilarious. always like non-GMO on their stuff too. I'm like, I hate that. Yeah, it's not a GMO because they haven't come out with a big commercial GMO wheat. Mm-hmm. So, my, yeah, you're not GMO, but anyway. Yeah, my favorite is the pink Himalayan sea salt that's non-GMO. I'm like, <laughs> you can't like genetically modify a mineral. Like, there's no <laughs> GMO sea salt out there. Like, why? And I was listening to Spotify sure the other day. You can make an argument. <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we might do it in, eventually. But I was listening to Spotify, and it, I, I'm not cool enough to where I have the paid version, so I was getting an ad. And there's this one that I'm came on, either. and it was like, <laughs> "Well, there you go, good company." Then it, it was, it was like a, it was like a, there was a music playing in the background. I was like, "Oh, this is kind of like a happy ad." What is this? And it was like the non-GMO label is a great label you should look for in your grocery store. I was like, mute. I'm like, this is so dumb. Spotify, the algorithm does not know who is listening because I hate that label. <laughs> there's like, I think there's like ten foods. There's like 10 or 11 foods that are GMO. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Uh, it. And like nine times out of 10, anything that has the non-GMO label on it has no ingredient that has a GMO variety. And that's why I tell people, and they're like, oh, wait, are you for real? That logo means nothing? I'm like, yes, it means nothing. It is marketing. Pure marketing. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's it's ridiculous. So yeah, I don't like that stuff either, but... Yeah, that li- the logo, crazy. I'm gonna make a shirt that says that has that logo. Probably <laughs> might get a little bit sued from that. But um, so I- I've slowly started to make. We've got like a farm traveler T-shirt. I've got a hat. I have on backwards right now. But um, what advice do you have on starting a clothing line? I mean, with like a very niche customer basis, like people involved in farming or agriculture. Like, should you do drops? Should you have stuff that's always available? Like, what have you kind of found that kind of works? Well. I don't want to give out too much information because when I started doing that, um, there were a couple of people that started to copy and follow suit. Mm, yeah. Trade um, secrets. I mean, you got to protect what works for you. Yes. So that's why <laughs> trademarking is a great thing to do. Even Good if it makes people mad. Hey, guess what? I don't care. Um, <laughs> so if you want to have clothing, it's a lot of work. How I am still sane um, I don't know. Well, I mean, some days, <laughs> other days, eh. um, yeah, wine is an amazing thing. Um, or craft beer. That's my, that's my choice. Alcohol. Yes, it Big is. Big fan. <laughs> yeah. It's a good friend of mine. Um, not too good of a friend used to be. Yeah. I, I can't handle like I used to. Um, so it is just, it is so much work. And if you have something that's online, the problem with that is, okay, you're able to sell something to somebody and they're able to get it and it's packaged for you and everything else. Problem is you only get a percentage and it's a small percentage. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you have to weigh it against having your own product because then you have to take the time to ship it. Then you have to pay mm-hmm. shipping, packaging. You have all of these costs that go into like any job. And a lot of people don't realize this. And uh, a website, you have a monthly or an annual fee for that. You have to pay for a shipping service to get a discount. That's a monthly fee. Mm-hmm. Um, there are fees out the arse. Everywhere, for yeah. Anything that you use. So you have to take that into account. So making a profit, <laughs> it takes a while. <laughs> So I'm just now 
starting to unch <laughs> profit. And that's three years. So people are like, oh, yeah, you sell all these shirts, you're making so much money. No. Not yet. No. Yeah. Because marketing, you have mm -hmm. to pay for marketing. And I did my own website. I have never been tech savvy and I have been constantly working on it since I started it. I figured it out. How I figured this out, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm the one doing everything. So my mom will help every once in a while if it's just gotten really, really busy. And she actually makes some of the stuff. Oh, nice. She, she's a, she is an award-winning quilter. Oh, there you go. That's a good resource yeah. to have. Yeah, she doesn't tell people that because she's like, I'm like, but mom, you're good. So yeah. she's really good at making things. She does the scarves and all that stuff. And I mean, she's fantastic. I cut. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you go. That's yeah. also a needed skill. Yeah, I can sew. I just do not really enjoy it that much. Anyway, regardless, um, doing all that and doing it yourself is a lot of work. So um, farming and doing this has been absolutely exhausting and oh, I bet. taking pictures you gotta have photos you gotta edit you gotta upload you gotta do the product description um you have to do all of that then you have to launch it and you have to send out an email make an email and you have to constantly be thinking of okay how am i going to get people to buy this so what i did this last fall there is a company here in the u.s i'm not going to say their name because somebody's going to try to go use them um i actually had a line made with them that was nice. not cheap. I bet not. Not cheap at all. So people are like, hey, well, I got this stuff. You can buy it. Right? No, like you don't realize this is an investment. Mm -hmm. And, and um, here's a quick story. Some people might enjoy this. I don't know. Okay. So when all this exploded, I used an online supplier and I had the order, had them print, go, go, go. Well, their inventory wasn't always updated with my system okay so there was a problem and i like having people get a good quality product get it quickly blah 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 yakety schmackety okay so it wasn't working out so i invested in a direct to garment printer hmm. massive massive printer it was not cheap at all well i was single and childless yeah so then uh, I met my husband on FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> yes. yes. You're the yes. first person that I've met that met their spouse <laughs> on Farmers Only. That is hilarious. That's awesome. Congratulations. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> What's funny is that I hated those commercials and I made fun of them. And something kept telling me, just get on there. Just try it. Whatever. <laughs> you know i had a good experience i did not have a bad experience on there i met one well, person. that's good eh, it's okay you know whatever we're actually friends on instagram still and no i actually met two guys but the other guy i actually still talk to he does hmm. tractor pulls very nice guy very nice guy because well, there you go i'm meeting like-minded people my husband he, <laughs> he had a hobby farm in rolla missouri and he wasn't the farmer and it was kind of funny, but um, it was, I was 35, he was 40. So um, we met, oops, I'm pregnant. <laughs> it was meant to be because we had already talked about like eventually getting married in a very, very, very short amount of time. 
mm-hmm. but it just cut up that process. So we met, we pretty much dated for like a month and a half before. And I went to the Bahamas twice in one year because I already had the vacation plan with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went for my honeymoon. Pregnant. Well, there you go. So planned a wedding, got it ready and everything done in three weeks. And um, then wedding happened, honeymoon, couple baby showers, had to go plan for that. Then my husband had to move. <laughs> he is a contractor and had a business in Rolla, Missouri. So on Thanksgiving, a month after I had given birth to our daughter, Hunter Olivia, we were moving his stuff from his house in Rolla, Missouri to <laughs> <laughs> It's a three hour drive. So that was really interesting. So that was a really big year. So I wasn't really able to use my printer. Yeah. So uh, you lose some, you win some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's kind of a, you're learning as you go. It sounds like that's crazy. I, so I taught high school ad classes for two years in Daytona. And oh, every yeah. time a new commercial for farmers only would come out, we would watch it. And we would just be like, this is the greatest thing ever. It made farmers look like complete morons. It did. It's you don't oh, have to be lonely at farmersonly.com. City folks just don't get it. I still remember. I don't know why. I don't remember half the things from like six years ago, but I still remember that jingle. I don't know why. It's so catchy, I guess. Do you remember the stupid horses on the computer? And they're like, woo, 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 woo. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, thanks. Our horses are gone. Awesome. Thanks. This, this is not stereotyping at all. <laughs> yeah, those yeah. are so good. I would always do this disclaimer afterwards. Like, guys, farmers are not all like this. Like, <laughs> don't t- t- take this with a grain of salt. Yes. And like my father and grandfather who were farmers, they went to college. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it was for ag, whatever. They still went to college. I mean, they're They're smart. They have degrees. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, but it's just so funny and farmers only. Mm. Yeah. I I feel like that's a huge stereotype. I mean, people, (laughs) they, they hear that thick Southern draw or accent wherever farmer might be. And they're like, Oh, that accent's a lack of education. Like, no, no, it's not. Like, I guarantee you, they know more about biology, chemistry than the average Joe. I mean, it's just a, another one of those stupid um, stereotypes, I guess. I graduated with honors in biology. There you go. Yeah. Public. Heck yeah. So like, okay, you think they're, we're stupid. Well, okay. <laughs> Joke's on you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. Oh, but uh, I mean, it's the best life though. It's amazing because like my daughter is going to be a country girl like I was. And it's awesome. And I hope she goes and goes out, tries a bunch of different things and realizes, hey, you know what? I like being home. And if she wants to go into the trades, I actually kind of hope she does. Because I mean, my husband is excellent with construction. I hate construction. <laughs> <laughs> can I construct something? Yes. But he can do it and make it look really nice. Because I care enough about it. Anyway. You know, it's a dying breed. Mm-hmm. Manual labor is a dying breed. And um, she will probably be able to make a very good living knowing how to do these things that so many kids don't even know how to do or don't oh, yeah. want to do. Yeah. I'm, it, it's such a, it's a skill that's like losing its 
I mean, nobody's appreciating. Like now it's just like, oh, you need to learn how to code. You need to learn how to start an app. You need to learn how to use social media. And that's it. Like, what about these trades? Like plumbing, electrician, welders, like hard skill, blue collar jobs that mm-hmm. nobody knows how to do anymore. Because what happens if something is wrong in your house? You're going to call somebody. Oh, yeah. We need somebody to call. So I, you know, it's just, it's really, really hard to find anybody, kids, which is weird. I still feel like a kid and I'm calling these kids kids. Because like, oh. <laughs> I do not at my age. Um, but it just really stinks to see the younger generation not be really, really hardworking. And yeah. there are some. So uh, my husband, I actually found him a young worker who was a friend of a friend and a family. And he's working for him now. He's 23. And he, my husband said, I wish I had five more of him. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. rare. I saw something on the Joe Rogan podcast. Actually, it was one of those weird things. His podcast. <laughs> oh, his podcast is the best. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if it was a recent episode of his, but I saw this quote from another guy. And then I saw him quote it on a video. Then I saw somebody else. And it was one of those things where you're like, holy cow. It was um, hard men make easy times easy times make soft men soft men make easy times easy times make hard men or something like that and i was thinking about that how like we're making soft people now like nobody's learning trades nobody's learning like difficult careers or nobody's willing to exercise or anything like we're making like soft people now and i was like huh that kind of makes sense and not just physically mentally soft oh yeah so many people are so incredibly sensitive now. I, I can't believe it. And I mean, people already were like, oh, if you're sarcastic, you're a mean person. <laughs> no, you're, you just don't understand it because you're not very smart. That's, that's what mm. I say to those people. <laughs> um, but just the amount of like something that is very, very soft sarcastic can just send people over the edge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you can get canceled like immediately because people don't like your sarcasm. They're like, oh, this person's rude. They're insensitive. Cancel them right now. And yeah. you're like, hold up. Yeah. What's going to happen? Like some something is going to happen to bring everything kind of back into order because mm-hmm. you cannot have people constantly complaining and constantly trying to get their way by use of putting someone else down. Yeah, that you that that can't continue. So, you know, I, you know, I'm not some like amazing theorist by any means, but I'm just saying something is bound to happen. <laughs> no, I mean that's a good great. that's a good thought. Yeah, I mean something's gonna have to reset us to where we're like not as sensitive or something. So you never know. I mean, I probably mean, sooner than later. Neanderthals. I shared this meme. Somebody said Neanderthals knew the difference between a man and a woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the accurate. Most basic thing Neanderthals could understand. And like, oh my gosh, like people nowadays are like, oh anyway, that's a whole other subject. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a whole other subject for another day, but there's like, oh, there's 65 genders now. I'm like, uh, are there? Are there hey, 65? Like, biology. There's two. <laughs> that's science. Yeah. Science doesn't care about your opinions. Yeah. 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 We'll see. Yeah, exactly. See, I can say like, Hey, that's not an opinion. Like I've studied it. I did it. Mm-hmm. Mice. There were only two. 
Mice. Yeah. Yeah. Mice. Yeah. Oh, mice. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Another topic for, I feel like that's a whole other podcast. Um, and I've talked, I've talked with a few guests Probably. about that. Like we just go into like modern day issues and it's always <laughs> this thing about sensitivity and being offended. And I'm like, this is just a common thing that everybody has an opinion on. But luckily everybody I've interviewed has been, we've been on the same side. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> you're saying thank you. Yeah. If you get outside of agriculture, you're probably, you know, going to find a few that totally agree. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I always hear stories. Cause I mean, I went to school for ag ed and I hear all these stories about people that are like, oh yeah, I was the only like conservative or the only like a religious person. I'm like, well, I was in the college of ag and we were all kind of the same and we all got along. Like, I feel bad for you. I'm sorry. Like I had a good college experience. Yeah. But. Well, and I mean, I, there are plenty of opposing views in agriculture. Oh yeah, absolutely. And just my, my friend group. I mean, I have met people all over the world and friends with people all over the world. It's okay that we mm. can disagree, but let's disagree as adults. And oh, yeah. I'm not going to not like you because your political view isn't mine. That mm-hmm. is really, really crappy to me. Yeah. And then, you know, you go, well, like you said, this is for another time. So, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I get along with most everybody, but just be sensible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, before I started this podcast, I was always kind of thinking like, well, why would organic farmers like, why would they grow organic? But actually interviewing them, I'm like, you know, they have their own rationale. Like, mm-hmm. I don't just because I don't agree with it. It's totally fine. Like, they have their rationale. They've done their research. Like, I need to trust them just as much as I hope they would trust me in my opinion. So yeah. it's okay. We disagree. Let's just make sure everybody does their own research. And that's okay. Look at that. We're all getting along. It's crazy. Who would have thought? freaking utopia it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. that's wild so i like to ask everybody this question what do you think about the farmer consumer relationship do you think it's good Do you think it's bad Do you think social media is helping it or worsening it what do you think about it that's a good question Mm. (sighs) Um, it's a thinker it's a thinker yeah let me sit here and think about it as my wheels slowly turned Uh, i need the jeopardy music on like a button just play it in the background. <laughs> yeah. Probably get copyrighted for that though. <laughs> well, you could kind of make your own version of it, but it could sound like it. That'd be cool. Like a like a techno version of it or something. That yeah. Work. But if it's you making the noises, so that way it is original. Mm. Yeah. Also I true. About that too. Um, I made friends with the crew members. <laughs> like <that. laughs> oh, um, awesome. Yeah, I didn't make friends with the other actors because they were in the same spot I was. I'm like, you're not going to get me anywhere. Um, let's see. In a way, I think it is helping and getting better because now in some uh, grocery stores, they actually have signs of the farm where the produce came from, which I think is awesome. That is Mm -hmm. absolutely fantastic. And I think that should be done everywhere. Um, and it's nice that if you see that farm name, you can look them up and they're more than likely on social media of some sort and you can ask them a question about it. And um, that's nice that now you actually have more access to the mm. producer and the consumer. So that's the good thing. And um, I think it is actually, it is better, but like everything, you do have the consequence. <laughs> of that and people who 
you know, you had that kid in your class that uh, you couldn't reason with. Oh, 100%. Yep. <laughs> Everybody had one. Um, and there are a lot of those now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what you say and how you put something, they're going to take the opposite view. And um, so causing that much conflict, I'm not a fan of at all. Um, and it's just, they just want to cause problems, just cause problems because yeah. they're already miserable in their own life. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's kind of a catch point too, but I, I think for the most part, so that was a really long answer to a really short question. That was a good answer though. I think it's getting better. I, I think it is a better thing now, but yeah. I don't like the consumers thinking that they know everything and then trying to tell us what to do. That's mm-hmm. Yeah, you live in an apartment of like seven, eight hundred square feet. Don't tell me how to plant hundred acres. Mm-hmm. Or you live in a smog-filled city. Don't tell me a farmer that I don't care for the environment when you're living in a city that has a lot of pollution and you don't know where your nearest park is. But I, I grow herbs on my sure. patio, so I know yeah. how to farm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you sure? How many right. acres is that? Like not even 0.0001 acre. <laughs> yeah, I know everything. Yeah, I know. So, and I actually, I got a greenhouse. So um, I've upgraded. Oh, nice. It's not built yet. I have to go pick up <laughs> materials, um, but I got the materialist. And so I started with um, planting some more things that I haven't ever planted before. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love seeing things grow. So as stupid as this may sound to somebody, like say in a city, I just love seeing things grow. So whenever I see just that little bitty green something popping out of the dirt, I get ecstatic. My husband would tell <laughs> you, awesome. he's like, what's going on in there? I'm like, it's growing. I'm so excited. It's sprouted. Yes. It's, it's so exciting to me. And so, um, I, so I, I started growing pumpkins. I had no oh, nice. idea how much pumpkins brought light into my life. <laughs> uh it's amazing all right they make me so happy it's a freaking pumpkin and i hate pumpkin pie yeah. how do you hate pumpkin pie it's the best thing i don't like pumpkins but i love pumpkin pie how do i hate it very easily so uh yeah i just, just I don't like it. it no everybody else does see i'm not a big potato fan either and i'm german and irish <gasps> what I, I i didn't know that could be a thing but okay i mean i understand it i guess I have to have a bunch of crap on it. I, I don't know, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to get some hate over that. Uh, <laughs> I will eat French fries. <laughs> hey, there you go. I mean, yeah. kind of potatoes. Uh, I know. Healthier <laughs> potatoes, not really, but still, still good fries. <laughs> My ancestors probably rolling over in their grave. <laughs> um, but uh, pumpkins and sweet corn. So I started a sweet corn patch last year and it was ridiculously well received. So I'm going to have more this year and an electric fence that's awesome the raccoons and i will absolutely enjoy it because they decimated probably Mm. half of it last year all raccoons i love raccoons they're cute but not the the rabies evil kind like the ones that want to get food from you or the the fat raccoons that like roll everywhere those are cute i like those but yeah most raccoons are evil but they're still assholes 
Yeah, I growing up, we we had a lot of raccoons behind my dad's barn, and I would I would trap them and shoot them. You know, like most people do. Um, but like one, most I, like, like like most people do. Well, like like a, a decent number of people do. People. And yeah, us people. And I went to shoot him. I missed, and I shot his ear. And he had a perfectly round hole in his ear, and it was the saddest thing ever. With his little hands, he was like trying to get at his ear. Like, what happened there? And I was like. Oh my God, dude. I'm so sorry. So I just let him go. I was like, I feel so bad. Go ahead. You let him go? <laughs> I did. I felt so bad because I gave him a little ear piercing. And so he just left, but he just trotted away. Never saw him again. So I think I scared him off, luckily. But you let him go injured. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't bleeding, though. It was just like a clean shot. Like he got his ear pierced and he was like, Oh, so it's like you know, champagne bottle on the sword. You just like, Oh, yeah. Cut. Just, he's good. Mm. Yeah. It looked, it looked like he was getting ready for a gauge in his ear. I mean, so it was, <laughs> so like, it was okay. just a flesh wound. Oh yeah, it's a flesh wound. Yeah, I've had I worse. That. <laughs> <laughs> I, ah, that movie. I hate raccoons. I freaking hate them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All raccoons. I mean, I, I can imagine. Like, I've never had a farm where they actually like take stuff and destroy the crops or anything. <gasps> but um, speaking of this, what I want to do one day is go to Texas and do one of those um, get in a helicopter where they shoot the, the the wild boars. Like that looks so fun. I mean, it's fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, my, my father-in-law and I looked it up and we're like, that's expensive, but it seems really fun. I mean, where else in the world can you fly in a helicopter <laughs> with an AR and shoot pigs on the ground? I mean, that would be a fun experience. <laughs> there was a, uh, we saw a Ted Nugent. He was actually in Springfield for some like outdoor convention mm. or whatever they had. And he was telling us a story about doing the same thing. And I think it was like 500 hogs or something he killed. It was like oh, just geez. a really, ridiculous amount and you're like oh my gosh it's terrible and then you actually see how many feral hogs there are like that's a drop in the bucket oh yeah that's that's a small percentage yeah so I, yes they're, they're be worse, crazy I guess. Yeah. yeah i've seen maps of like the u.s of where they're the worst and it's like around here in the southeast and the midwest and they have like a little black dot that that would indicate where they were mm-hmm. but like some states were like almost completely black because there's so many feral hogs and you're like that's insane it's crazy I mean, they're like rabbits. Like oh, they yeah. produce very quickly and there's a lot in a litter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, well, we used to have pigs. Yeah. Yeah. Go with that. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> oh, they're, uh, they, are, they are very, very, very smart animals. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard they're smarter than dogs. Like some research has been like, hey, they're smarter than dogs in some cases. I was like, huh, okay. Didn't know that. <laughs> Well, I know some dumb dogs and I know some dumb pigs. So I think it's probably, you know, I don't know, probably good with the bad. I, it depends. But um, like with cows, you have some that have a better disposition than others. And mm, pigs, it's just, I don't like the confinement either. That really saddens me, seeing hot confinements because they they have semis that come in at night to get them because those pigs have never seen daylight. Mm that's really effing sad that yeah. is not how you raise animals mm-hmm. and um okay that's you think it's better and you get more production but that is a very it's a life okay i don't care if it's an animal or a human like it's a life you should treat that with respect and not keep it caged like mm-hmm. not seeing the sunlight OMG, what if you did that to a human? Oh, yeah, there would be a, a huge like bl- blowout from that, or, or yeah, I mean, 
kind of like what you're talking about, like it's a life and yes, that's going to be used and meat production and all that stuff, but we've got to take care of it while it's growing and we're going to make use of it. Like you've got to respect it somehow. That's why, like we try to buy um, cage-free eggs whenever we can. Cause like three little chickens and a little space producing eggs. I'm like, eh, like I get it production wise. That's good, but like, it's not sad. very ethical. Oh yeah. It's really sad. And I mean, I love eating beef. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> but I'm going to respect my cow. I mean, I love them. They're all basically pets to me. Mm-hmm. And it's always sad. Of course. I mean, you probably wouldn't hear this from a guy necessarily. I'm not really an emotional person, but <laughs> whenever I take cows, like it's sad because they're leaving and I'm like, Oh my gosh, we're going to go die. But then whenever you like eat a ribeye, you're like, Oh, that was a really good cow. You know? Yeah. You, you, you do get over it, but I mean, and deer hunting. So I deer hunted for quite a while until I broke my nose with the scope. <laughs> Ooh, ouch. ouch. Yeah. That, that happens. That, one. that happens though. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was really smooth. Um, there was condensation on the uh, barrel of the gun <laughs> and I had just gotten in there and I just saw a buck and I was like, <gasps> and so as I was getting ready and I had my gloves on and they didn't have the rubber on mm. there, it was just a cloth glove. And it got slick. <laughs> I didn't realize it. Bam! Came back and I got the back end of the deer. <laughs> we found it a few days later because it was that it was snowing. Yeah. And so you couldn't go out there and go find it because it was like, you know, this blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, maybe it's prepared. You're prepared. It was saved by the snow or whatever. No. Um, <laughs> part of it was gone. And part of it, we found in a tree. So there's a cougar somewhere. Yeah. Cougar, okay. Dang. Yeah, it's kind of That's funny when you see a head in a tree. Ooh, anyway, so freaky. yeah, but anyway, you can't really see it, but it was right here. There's a little bit of okay. star there, and yeah, it broke my nose, and I had two black eyes. It was really I bet that felt great. Ouch. Yeah, it was in December, and I had to go to mass. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Eve mass, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I'm thinking it's for makeup because it was worse like <laughs> after that. But anyway. Yeah, so like I'm that. pretty pretty lucky. My nose is still fairly straight. So well, there you go. Yeah. I I've never been I think I've been deer hunting twice. Never never broke my nose or anything. Luckily. <laughs> knock on wood. I'm the clutziest person, but I've never broken a bone somehow. I've gotten a lot of stitches and scars, but nope, no broken bones or anything. So that's good. My grandpa broke his nose like seven times while riding a bicycle. Good times. A bicycle. Not bicycle. motorcycle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He what? would he would hit the front brake and every time he would do a front flip for some reason and then he would just like break it. I'm like, all right. Don't, don't ride a bicycle, grandpa. Yeah. Like, right, okay. Well, after the second time, I'm like, oh, yeah. let me just be right back. Yeah. I'll get a motorcycle. Oh. I won't, maybe. And then break his head. Luckily, it didn't happen. He did, though, buy a motorcycle and my grandma got on it and she didn't know that the throttle is, you know, on the handle and she pulled it back and it did a wheelie and then she like fell off of it so they sold it shortly after that they're like all right no more motorcycles we'll just get a four-wheel car so we don't fall off of it exciting lives i love a motorcycle my dad always had one my husband has one too so i mean we, we go riding but um yeah you really 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 have to be careful yeah oh for real the deer story yeah. i forgot to tell you where i was going with that i just went off on a tangent which happened oh yeah no that's fine <laughs> i apologize i'm just here talking so i'm sorry I'm probably taking up a lot of time that I should. That's the perfect podcast guest. Somebody that talks. That's perfect. No worries. 
okay okay you're sure because oh, yeah, 100%. Like, this has been going because I'm like oh my gosh I keep talking and I don't want to interrupt you because then I seem like a complete asshole um deer so every time I killed a deer I would say the prayer <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah and I do it so I'm Catholic and so it's the you know eternal lives prayer and I say it for the cows too whenever they go <laughs> and everything else like because people don't realize like people don't I have livestock and, and you you care you really really oh, yeah. care because like they're your livelihood too and you want to see them happy and so cows for instance the happier they are the better they taste mm-hmm. happy cows are going to be stress, great cows yes because that constant stress makes the meat tough mm. so that's why you know people don't understand that whenever you go in there and you're trying to herd cattle and whatever you don't start yelling. You don't start, you know, and do that. There was a girl on TikTok. Well, first of all, she was wearing running shorts. And I'm like, ah, you obviously don't raise cattle. <laughs> These are your dads or your husbands. I don't know. Anyway, um, she was kind of joking with them and then like, you know, to scare them. I'm like, you're a butthole. Like, you don't, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, great. So you made a TikTok video where you're scaring cows you're you're a really crappy person <laughs> making everybody look good thanks for that yeah yeah because like oh everybody wants to go viral too mm-hmm. yeah they'll do anything to get a million views or a thousand views yeah anything to go viral yeah that's I crazy that's know annoying. If I've gotten a thousand views maybe i have i don't know see i whatever hey i just post what i do just here for a good time yeah yeah so uh was there anything else clothing let me see oh i have some new sayings so new sayings and um i'll be posting about those oh kind of soon i guess kind of (laughs) soon yeah so your twitter handle i'm gonna pull it up it's just um what witty farmer yeah it's the same everywhere the witty farmer that's pretty Mm -hmm. good the the key um i'm blanking (laughs) i'm blanking what is it You've got the consistency, the, the key consistency with the with the usernames. That's always helpful on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else. Yes. I made sure to before I had a name that it was going to be available everywhere at the same time. Same with email, website, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you, you know how that goes. So yeah, I mean, that way anybody can find you. I mean, it's hard because once you get something, then people are like, oh, I'm gonna copy it. So they have to buy it from me or something. Mm-hmm. And you're like, nope, not today. Jump on nip it in the bud early. Yeah. Yeah. So like I looked and I was like, oh, you know, this thing, this was on some hay bales. So I'm like, hey, you know, it's a really good saying. And this is actually one of the most popular sayings that's sold. This one in GMO Survivor and uh, the new, <laughs> hey, you <laughs> with the hay bale. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you. I haven't seen that one. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I like the sweatshirt. Without, without farmers, you'd be sober, naked and hungry. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's I mean, true. It's accurate. It's, it's very, very true. So, I mean, the clothing stuff, it's a lot of fun. Um, I've had it. I have had a, I've had a good time with it. Um, mm-hmm. But I enjoy my view on that is people like me who do manual labor, we deserve to wear something that is of good quality and comfortable. We've always had these crusty you know the the hanes are killed like the hard crusty shirts those really heavy oh yeah 
those aren't comfortable. And so that's what most of us always had. And Carhartt, you know, they, their t-shirts are a little bit more soft, but they're not made here. They are made overseas. <laughs> and some of my stuff is, I mean, I've found some stuff that's made here and their production costs are going up. Mm, I believe it. Yeah. Which means I would have to raise my prices and I'm not going to do that. I'm just not even going to do that. So it's very unfortunate. And the uh, clothing genre is uh, very up and down. You never know mm. what's going to happen there. So, um, no, it's fine because I have a whole new work wardrobe. It's really nice. I bet. And super comfortable. Yes. And on brand. It's 100% ring spun. That's what Heck yeah. everything I have is soft and everything that i sell i wear so before i sell something i buy it and wear it and it's for men and women it's not just like these cute little women see this is gonna get me in trouble but (laughs) a lot of the female (laughs) uh females in agriculture who sell shirts to women you know have this font stuff and cute little sayings and whatever else that is not me so um it's just nice that i my customer base is actually 50 50 that's awesome yeah that's rare too yes yes so um that's what's really awesome is that i found something that works for both Mm -hmm. and it it fits yeah that's the key thing it fits it's for everybody that's not bad. That's rare. Cause yeah, sometimes you'll have like people that are mostly for women or mostly for men. So I feel like that is rare. So good on you for having 50, 50, very Thank representative. I, I appreciate that. Yes. It's yeah. worked out fairly well. Yeah. And I will start <laughs> having uh, giveaways here with the new stuff. So I'll start. Heck yeah, those are always helpful. Uh, yeah, that's incredible. How many people are like oh, free? Oh, I'm in. Free stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. free cool. stuff. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I Jenny, like this pens. has been so... Do what? <laughs> I like free pens. Hey, free pens? I, I can't remember the last time I got a free pen. I want a free pen now. Yeah, free pens bank. are always great. Go to the bank. I remember... Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hey, can I get a free pen? I'm not going to open up a checking account. I just want a free pen. Yeah, sure. Here you go. All right, deal. You know, awesome. Go on and deposit money. Say you have a check and deposit. Like, I need a pen. I'm like, hey, this is a really nice pen. Can I have this? Nine times out of ten, they're like, yeah, sure. Take it. We got a whole box full. Like, all right. Yeah. See, there you go. You're welcome. I might, I might need some farm traveler pins or something. <laughs> That'd be cool. Here, have a pin. There you go. No, Take them to a bank. Really good. You should that do um, and uh, koozies. Oh, that's a good idea. You koozies should do koozies. Yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a koozie. Nobody wants Woody Farmer koozie, but uh, no. Farm traveler. That would be a good koozie. I would, that would I, be a good koozie. I would use that koozie. I'm making a note. Look at that idea. I'm making a koozie. <laughs> koozie farm traveler hey look at that yeah i'm trying trying to do because we don't i mean we have shirts we've got a hat i'm just one hat right now but um we don't sell enough to make like a storefront on the website so i just made like a a very easy storefront on the website and like an easy email so hey if you want one email me paypal venmo Mm -hmm. and it's it's pretty decent so far i mean we've sold we did two orders of shirts i think we've sold like maybe 30 shirts so far which is not bad for, though. For no that's yeah. good 
Thank you. Yeah. I, and they're like the super comfortable cotton shirts. We, we buy them locally. So it's been pretty yeah. fun so far. Well, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Anytime I get an order, even now, like just an order, I'm always excited. You should always be excited oh, yeah. when somebody orders from you and never get used to it. Because mm-hmm. if you get used to it, then you're getting too confident. Yeah, that's true. I mean, somebody is paying money for something that you made, mm-hmm. like a shirt or something. And they're going to rep it. It's free marketing, which is awesome. And then you've also got, oh, I've got fans or supporters that want to support this cause that want to rep the thing that I made. Like, that's awesome. Like, that's a great relationship yeah. to build off of it. It's an amazing feeling. And then when somebody posts about it, you're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah. And I mean, you need to treat your customers really, really well. And I think that's, that's another thing with having clothing that a lot of people don't understand. Like you have to do customer service. And I mean, I make fun of, you know, like couldn't be good in customer service, not live, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I want to make sure that my customer has the best possible experience. Their package is variable package. They are receiving a good quality product and want to keep coming back. Yeah. And that's, you always have to think about that in addition to your other job. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a whole it's another job all of itself yeah it is it's full time basically so um yeah i've gotten to the point where i just i get the shirts and i have a local printer print them there you go really busy i still use the online supplier that i had before so Mm -hmm. yeah there you go yeah i've been trying to do like thank you cards business cards and like stickers whenever anybody buys a t-shirt so just Mm -hmm. throw it all in there and it's been pretty fun. It's been awesome so far. A, a friend of mine, it's all about who you know instead of what you know. And I have a friend that works for the yeah. post office and he told me about a website that does cheaper options for shipping. And I was like, dude, thank you so much. I think it's called Pirate Ship. And so it's like $1.50 cheaper and it, you can print the labels here, you know, instead of going to the post office and waiting an hour to get in line. And so it's been very helpful, super yeah. helpful. But it's I, not what you know, it's who you know. I use an online shipping company now it took a while but i finally found one so mm-hmm. it makes a huge difference you just put it in your oh, mailbox and boom, there you go it's fine mm-hmm. yeah and then you're good you're like thank you so much easier than originally thought <laughs> yeah somebody's like oh we know why aren't you on amazon i was like well i looked at it i mean i might i i don't know i haven't decided on it yet but it's a lot of work oh absolutely you have to a have- lot of work and less margin for you too i mean <sighs> yeah there's, there's, there's a lot of fees, but mm-hmm. that's a lot of packaging. Now, Amazon could fulfill them for me, but that's another fee. Yeah. And, you know, that that's not my livelihood. Like, the shirts mm-hmm. are not my livelihood. I love farming. Yeah. <laughs> I want to stick with this, learn more, because my dad is the freaking farming genius. He's been doing it all of his life. And that stuff is more practical. So actually having those skills <laughs> and understanding how to fix things, um, that's invaluable. Oh yeah. Those are skills you need. Absolutely. hundred percent. Having a t-shirt, you, you can, you can go buy a t-shirt anywhere. So, you know, yeah. eh. it's fun to do on the side, not a main thing, but yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. The sayings we come up with, it's all of the sayings except for this one, the GMO survivor. I've all been me or my husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at them right now. It's like, oh, shuck. Um, was it miso? Oh, miso corny. I like that. And then moo, 
Those are all pretty good. I like Moo those. Moo is so popular. I had no idea. Really? Like, it's just Moo. Yeah. Oh, that's that funny. One of the really big sellers. I'm like, okay. I mean, I think it's funny. I, yeah. That's what cows do. Uh, me so corny. That was my husband. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like it. Me so corny. Just the corny for the people that don't want me so corny. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, pretty good storefront. That's awesome. It's all about getting that creative slogan, like a moo or something. I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's been quite the ride. Many, many different things. But I will tell you that uh, this, is, this is the best thing that I have chosen to do and stick with. I don't regret moving away and doing all these different things. That's what led me to knowing for sure this is what I meant to do. So, mm-hmm. and my well, heck yeah! Was, well, through all the dad. trials and all the, all the paths you took, that's awesome. Well, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much, and I'm glad we finally got to talk. I know. I'm. I'm so glad. I think this was the longest back and forth, but I'm glad we stuck with. <laughs> I'm glad both of our schedules worked out. It worked out. Which thank you because I know like it would be day of, and I'd be like, hey, could we reschedule? And you're like, yeah, sure, absolutely. So it worked out well. So thank you very much. This is perfect. Yes. yes. Well, I'm glad my in-laws are here. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank them. That's awesome too. <laughs> so yeah, if if people want to follow you, you're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I guess you're just mm-hmm. the witty farmer, which is super great um and tiktok yeah. tiktok is the and, and tiktok and tiktok and that's the one that's a little more entertaining i don't really talk on there i just find a lot of music that'll go with whatever video so it's slightly more entertaining but i would say uh twitter really is the best one because i talk on there i talk to people so I actually have well typing i have <laughs> typing conversations so it's it's a lot more fun on there well, there you go. Yeah. Twitter. That's, I always, I never use Twitter, but I don't have to use it more because I think you brought up a great point that you can build more relationships on there and you can have more back and forth. So that's a very good point. I'm going to try to be more purposeful with Twitter. Good example. Just- There's this girl, Carolyn. She's from Iowa. We have become best friends and it's from Twitter. We call Ooh, each other. Awesome. Yeah. We haven't met. Yeah. We We're call each other. Still we friends. There you go. On. Yeah. So, I mean, th- that was Twitter because you can actually talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Good Twitter story. for the win. <laughs> cool story. I do that all the time with my wife and she's like, cool story. I'm like, then I found $20. She's like, good. Glad hey. you found $20. I'm like, okay. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Hey, it is. 20 <laughs> bucks is good. <laughs> all right. Well, Jenny, thank you so much. We'll have to touch base soon because I feel like we could just keep talking about everything. Uh, oh, it's a cat. Hello, cat. It's Garfield. <laughs> oh, Garfield. What a good name for an orange cat. Hey, Garfield. Nice fuzzy kitty. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I would get our dog Sadie, but she's not in the room. She's cute. She's lazy. She's been sleeping all day. Well, I have two German shepherds in my house. <laughs> oh, nice. Those are a handful, I bet. That's why I got my parents. <clears throat> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it'll make the editing a whole lot easier. No German shepherd <laughs> yeah. noises in the background. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, perfect. Well, Jenny, thanks so much. We appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. It was fun. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern.
Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.